Welcome to another episode of Real Truth Real Quick. My name's Adam Tarno, joined as always by Todd Wagner. Hello, Adam. Hello, friends. All right. So, Todd, we've been doing a series of episodes on this particular topic. So the one today is how can I overcome a pornography addiction? Yeah, it's one we need to do because it is a problem. It is hitting most kids uh, by the time they're 12, and it is haunting men and women well through their life. And so, you know, folks that have just jumped onto this, we, we just ought to tell them, we ought to watch those other episodes, one about, uh, hey, why is pornography a problem if it doesn't hurt anybody? It does, which is part of the reason we're doing this. You're not going to look at pornography long before you're an addict. Uh, people who study brain science will tell you that pornography is even more addictive than heroin. And nobody argues whether or not heroin is addictive. There's something about the brain chemistry and the way it responds to sexually explicit images, which is not really what pornography means. Pornography means um, writings about prostitutes specifically that were used to elicit in, uh, in those they were soliciting a desire to come and enslave themselves or to spend their hard-earned life and living on those women. And so um, if you find that your life is uh, consistently controlled by, and, and we did another episode, Adam, on how do I know if I'm addicted? And we described the kind of things that, that are true of addicts and how most people are functioning addicts. Yeah. They're not yet fully enslaved by it, but they're, it's just a matter of time before it drags them into the light and beats them up. What do I do if I'm addicted? Um, well, first of all, um, you know, I think you know, we've talked here, and sometimes you try to make things memorable. And uh, um, my buddy JP used the, the phrase CPR, where um, I thought that was really helpful. So we'll use that just as a way to start, where you confess. You just tell somebody else, hey, I think this has got a good hold on me. One of the things we, we, we would say about an addiction is an addiction is something that controls you. There's guilt and shame involved. Uh, I wouldn't want other people to know how much money I'm spending on this, time I'm spending on this, or thought I'm spending on this. And so I would tell someone else, right? Uh, Proverbs 28, 13 says, he who confesses and forsakes, in other words, is willing to turn and make a change, will find compassion. But he who conceals his sin, his addiction to something to offer him life other than God, will not prosper. And so the first thing to do is to drag into the light and, um, and just talk to somebody else and just say, this is kind of what's going on with me. So, Todd, you said confess, and I bet there's somebody out there listening going, great, well, I've confessed to God. Mm -hmm. You're saying confess to somebody else. How do you reconcile? Yeah, yeah. We actually have talked about that. There's an episode, hey, if I tell God my sins or my struggles, do I need to tell it to other people? The answer is yes. And the reason you want to is because uh, we talk to God to get our sins forgiven, and we talk to others that we might be healed. God has determined that part of the way that you're going to get well, okay, is for other people to assist you both in your recovery and I think to remind you that you're loved and to experience the love and the affirmation, the acceptance of other humans that themselves have given them way to other things. So yeah, if you wanna get well, you wanna confess not just to God where you're forgiven, but to others where you may be healed, it says in the book of James. All right, so confession was the C. Yeah, and then listen, I mean, uh, you know, one of the things that you, we always wanna do is, is, is pray, and we just need to, God, I, I need your help. I can't do this alone. What, what confession is doing is it's saying just that. I agree with God that what this thing is is not healthy, and I'm telling somebody else I need help. Okay, prayer is um, our, our chance just to say, hey, Lord, I want to tell you I need help. And part of prayer, Adam, is not just us telling God what we need, but prayerfully listening to God, what he says is going to be a source of help to you. And so you want to be somebody that pursues the things and listens and meditates to God's word. So when I talk about prayer, what I would say is that prayer is as much 
Um, meditating on God's word is that telling God what I want him to do by my request of word, all right? All right, so C was to confess, P was to pray, and the R is to remove access. Yeah, and so that's the last thing you want to do. You know, I mean, I think um, sometimes people say, man, I'm really struggling with pornography. And I go, well, what, where do you usually access pornography? Well, on my phone, really. So where's your phone? What's well, in my pocket? Well, it doesn't sound like me you're struggling with it. Yeah. It sounds to me like you're carrying around a temptation machine, all right? And so, man, you, you do need to get yourself away from it. And, and if you're really serious about not letting this addiction control you, okay, um, you're gonna you're gonna remove the things which are the means uh, that you're using uh, to to access this thing that you're addicted to, right? I mean, get rid of the alcohol in your house if you're an alcoholic. Get rid of the tobacco, all right, in your pocket if you're a person who doesn't want to smoke. All right. So all right. if somebody's listening and they're saying, so okay, restrict access. You're telling me get rid of my phone. Yeah. Television out of the house, computer out of the house. I mean, is, is that is that how far you're yeah. talking about going? Anything and everything you want to do if you really want to deal with it, okay? If you want to try and uh, manage this thing a little bit of time, I'm just going to tell you it's not going to work, yeah. all right? So, yeah, you want to put, um, you know, restrictions on your phone. You want to use things that will help others know what you're looking at. But I will tell you, you probably need to say, hey, I need to get rid of this as much as I need to get rid of it, and certainly early on. Um, you want to change... This is, this is just a phrase we always use with any addict. You gotta change your playground, and you gotta change your playmates. And if your playmate in addiction to pornography is your phone or your computer, okay, get rid of your playmate, your phone and your computer. And, um, and, and it's gonna lead then ultimately to that which is gonna be uh, a source of life to you. Now look, here's the thing. It's not just about what you flee, but it's gotta be what you pursue. So get rid of your playmates and your playground, but have a new playmate and have a new playground. This is what the Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 22. It doesn't say just flee immorality. That's the getting rid of part. But it says um, pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. So you got to get around others who help you in your desire to run after that, which is truly life-giving, your relationship with Christ, and stay away from these other things. Not a bunch of guys who get together and go, man, I looked at porn again, and go, well, come on, man, cut that out, all right? So you overcome addiction by taking it seriously, by making war. You, you need to realize that you're not alone, that this is not something that, um, that no one has ever faced the way you're facing it. 1 Corinthians 10, 13, no temptation has overtaken you, but such as is common to man, and God is faithful, and with the temptation will provide the way of escape also, so that you may be able to endure it. You can endure it, and you got to get rid of this lie that you're terminally unique, and that uh, there's no way God would have made you this way, or made you that attractive to this activity or this mindset um, if He didn't want you to do it. That's a lie from the pit of hell. All right, uh, God made you to thrive, and when you give yourself to anything else but Him, you're not going to thrive. You're going to move quickly towards death. All right, addiction is what has happened in your life when through one time or through repeated behavior, there's an actual change in brain functionality that creates in you what feels like an irresistible compulsive desire to act, to move towards something. And um, your brain actually can be hardwired and there is a thing called neuroplasticity where you can re-hardwire your brain. But uh, Adam, you and I were talking, okay, uh, about the fact that you used to, uh, use what was it what was your tobacco of choice dip tobacco skull uh skull mint loved it yeah and and one of the things that's true and we have friends that once they're an addict right you you've not used skull for how long uh, it's been 20 years yeah but it's probably still healthy for you to realize hey that thing has enslaved me 
and uh, and share with them the story you share with me about what you see sometimes as an addict to that stuff. Yeah, I mean, every time I walk into a gas station or a drugstore and I see the tobacco back there behind the counter, the same thought goes through my mind. I look at it and I remember exactly how much I loved it. And it's just this thought of like, in a heartbeat, I would do that again in a heartbeat. And it's just that reminder every day when I walk yeah. in there, and I, or not every day, but every week when I see those, when I go into those places, it's just, I, I, I am still drawn yeah. to that. To that substance. And people who study brain science will tell you that when you have trained your brain that this is going to be a pleasurable thing, um, and when you use certain types of chemicals, and uh, when you use pornography, your brain produces the dopamine, the oxytocin that floods in, that both builds connections from actions to pleasure, uh, the feelings of pleasure in your mind, that... Uh, that it remembers, you have brain memory. So you can stay away from porn for a long time. So I was exposed to a ton of pornography when I was a kid. And to this day, when I catch out of the corner of my eye something that is uh, created for the purpose of sexual arousal, I, I am just, I see I'm just as addicted to it as I was back then. But what I don't wanna do, I mean, if something's alive in you, if an addiction's strong in you, you've been feeding it. Now you've just been feeding it. Or it's been fed for a long time. And it's gonna take a long time for you uh, to get to where you cannot be enslaved by that impulse. So you don't just flee it, but what you do is you begin to lay down new patterns in your brain, a new brain memory. You're, you're, you're transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's that pursuing righteousness, faith, love, and peace with others who can be encouragement to you. I love it. So confession, prayer, remove access, and then yeah. really that extra P there is to pursue Jesus. Yeah, right? and to change your playmates and to change your playgrounds. And I just want to tell you, again, reminder that, that that you're not supposed to do this alone. That first confession was not just to God but to others. We have a ministry here called Regen. If we can help you, that's what I want to say right here. I mean, reach out to us. We'd love to share with you um, how others have overcome this addiction. You do need to make war. You're not alone. You're not terminally unique, all right? Jesus does bring healing. You can overcome this thing that has overcome you. So you're not hopeless. And uh, we have nothing but uh, a multitude of stories around here. We'd love to share with you about Regen. We'd love to share with you, if you're a church somewhere else, how we can share that ministry with you. But uh, but make war and find the peace that God intends for you. Amen. Well, check out the show notes for the links to all those uh, different ministries and different episodes that Todd was talking about. Thanks so much for watching. We'll talk to you again next week. 